Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us welcome to the married to bravo podcast everyone joining us live on youtube or later on itunes hello hello we have some people in the chat to say hi to hi shonda hi fonda hi exodus yay exodus says i stayed awake for you guys thank you proud of you so did i exodus (laughs) yes this is late for nana so i feel bad That, but yeah. But that's okay. No, it's what is it? 7:45 p.m. your time on a Friday night. This is late. Um H Tobler's here, Night of Light. Hello you guys. We are going to be talking all about uh Bravo television shows. You guys know what we do. If you don't, if this is your first time tuning in, um I'm Jillian Lanza Hernandez. I am one of the hosts and I'm here with my co-host, my wonderful mom, aka Nana Eileen Lanza. We just did a Minnesota check-in and she said she didn't nap today and it's 60 degrees. Yeah, a little over 60. Um, it was supposed to be cloudy all day. It was sunshiny. It was a perfect day to get out there and do windows. And I was doing it with vinegar and water. And Linda's um, sister-in-law showed us that. And they just shine. It's just a nice feeling. Nana, everyone is loving your hair. Um, Nana's hair is getting really long in the front. Nana has a natural curl to her hair that's so great. She doesn't have to blow dry. She doesn't even have to put really product in it. She just gets these curls that are beautiful that I can, I have a little bit of curl, but not like you. Honey, I only got curls. I used to be stick straight hair. And then as I got older, all of a sudden my hair started to curl. I look like Barbie bubble cut, you know. What's Barbie I bubble thought, cut? Uh, Barbie, Barbie, you know, Barbie dolls, the bubble cut look. It was back in the 60s. It was a cute look, but I don't know. This is getting kind of wild for me. I love it. I think you should go longer in the front for a little bit because normally you're so short in the front. You do like a short. I think you should yeah. let it go a little long like that. You look great. Oh, thank you. Well, maybe I thought I wanted to just once in my life and tell me if anybody else has felt like this. Just do a buzz cut, you know, and this would have been a perfect shave your head. You mean? Yes. Okay. And just to see what it comes out as, as like it's going to be all gray, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. It would be kind of, and I could have done it during this time home. Yeah. Kind of sequestered, but I didn't do it. Nana's um, having a Britney Spears moment. Are you just going to come at us oh, with a right. um, umbrella yeah. and just shave your head? I just, I don't know. I've always wanted, I just got done doing dad's head again mm-hmm. and it looks really nice. Yeah. I, have- I think there's something really empowering about just cutting all your hair off. I know anytime I have anxiety, uh, especially before I sought therapy or in between therapists, 
my thing to go to was always, I'm just going to cut all my hair off, but I never did it. But that was like, I felt like that would give me so much release. Does that make sense? <laughs> about it that I just wanted to, well, thank you for saying my hair looks nice, but honest to God, it's a little wild. I love it. But, oh, well, you know, come on, Barbie bubble cut. Are you ready? Yes. We have a lot to cover tonight on the Married to Bravo podcast. We have a lot of tangents to go on as we do. Lots of things to talk about in life and Bravo television. We're going to be recapping the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills latest episode, Vanderpump Rules latest episode, and the season finale of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I cannot believe it is here. You know, if you call that a season finale, ouch, but okay, I guess it was. <laughs> I, I wasn't impressed, but we'll go on from there. Okay, Nana, do you want to start right away and just get right into Atlanta yeah. since it seems like you, you're like well, Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. Is that one of her songs? I love Shania Twain. I'm starting to like that. Kind of music. You love her so much, you don't know if that's one of her songs. <laughs> I don't that's one of her songs, but isn't she the one real name Eileen? Yes. Yeah, see, that's why I like And her. she's Canadian. She's like us, you know. From she's the up north. Up way north. up north. Okay, Nana. So let me read the little, um, the season finale of Atlanta. Uh, the title was A Star is Born. And uh, the description on bravotv.com is on the day of Candy's baby shower, Mama Joyce and Todd's old feud reignites. Nene gets the scoop on some bad press circulating about her. Meanwhile, Portia has newfound issues with Kenya. Candy's baby shower commences with a star is born theme, but in the midst of celebrating the Tucker's new bundle of joy, fireworks erupt between Kenya, Nene, and Nana took notes. Nana, give it to us. What do you you got all right thank you i'm gonna go off just a bit here mm -hmm. because i was offered an iphone from apple i have a quick question for the group what is <laughs> so this isn't about the real housewives of atlanta yeah they have iphones so it kind of goes right into got it, it. Mm -hmm. i have an android i'd like to go to an iphone what is the difference between 64 gb and 128 gb <laughs> and what b it's a gigabyte, so a gig. So that's okay. storage. That's your memory. Um, okay. So if, would you have 64 gigs right now? I suppose. I don't do much on it. Uh, my email hasn't worked forever. I love how you turned our podcast, Nana, into tech support. I love it. I mean, I can't hate because, hey, you got to find out somehow. So, Nana, I, it's your memory. I, so it's... Okay. Everything that's on your phone, everything that's saved on your phone, all your apps, everything, how much your phone can have, like your storage. So think oh. of it as like one of those big Target, you know, like after Christmas, they have those sales of the plastic containers where you can store shit. Oh, yeah. Love it. The okay. 64 gig and the 120 gig are like storage units for everything on your phone. You throw it in there. So obviously the 124 is more storage. So if you got a bigger Christmas tree, you want to go with the bigger rubber made. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that is, you're talking my language. Yep. So it's a dollar difference. Should I go with the cheaper one? Well, I think um, 64 gigs is going to be enough for you because for me, I have 200 and some gigs, but that's because I do videos, make all my online content. I save a lot of pictures. I do a lot of screen grabs. You don't make any videos. You just take pics and you have apps. So I think 64 is going to be more than enough for you. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Now, I hated to get away from <laughs> issue I'm having trouble with too, just one little issue and then we'll okay. go on with our podcast Got it. about Atlanta. Mm -hmm. 
I have a choice from white, black, or red for a phone. What would you go with? All right, in the chat, you guys let us know live here on YouTube, if you had to choose the color of Nana's iPhone, would you go with white, black, or red? Um, you know what, Nana, for me, I would probably go fun and go red just for funsies because I think you're a bright, fun woman. And uh, I, I, a lot. so Denise is saying red. H. Tobler is saying uh White, Knight of Light is saying black, Lady Di saying red, so we got two for red. Okay, and I, I, I was going to go with red, mm -hmm. and then I thought, but you put the cover on these things, yep. and you don't see the color anyway. Well, you could, I just got a new iPhone. I got the new iPhone 11, and I'm super excited wow. about it because I had an old iPhone forever, and my iPhone just, after a while, iPhones just stop. They just overheat and they want you to upgrade. It's a, it's a big conspiracy and it's a bunch of shit, but that's the world we live in. So, um, I got, I got a clear case. Can you hear me, Nana? Cause I feel like there's feedback. You don't have your things plugged no. in. <laughs> no, I have to change it up. You guys, we are just, you know, that's why you love the Married to Bravo podcast with Nana and Jolene, because you are going to hear about tech issues. Nana right now is struggling to untangle some other earbuds. Nana's earbuds consist of different free earbuds she received on Delta Plains or Sun Country. Um, Nana's working with the old ass Android, Android phone. She does have a decent iPad. But, oh. you know, other than that, this is what we're dealing I knew I heard feedback. Okay, and she couldn't hear me. And then she started to do the, if you're listening later on iTunes, Nana started to lean forward towards the iPad and cup her ear, which she already has bad hearing, but she will not go to the doctor, so don't get her started. Uh <laughs> yes, I, I made an appointment to go in. They don't want to see anybody. Isn't it funny how you wait until they're not seeing people to make the appointment? I didn't call. <laughs> I know you didn't call. Okay. I didn't call. Denise okay. says, gotta love Nana. This is much better because before when I would talk, yes. I couldn't hear you. And sometimes we talk over each other. And so there was a little lapse uh, there. Yep. Okay, here we go. Atlanta. <laughs> All right. So Nana has decided to get the 64 gig iPhone. Are you getting the new like SE or whatever one that's coming out? The old new that they're bringing back? Is that what it is? Yes. It's, it's the SE, mm -hmm. and that is probably powerful enough for me. Okay. Um, I just use it to phone people, talk. Actually, to phone I'm people. To she phones home. She phones home, guys. I, I, phone, <laughs> I phone home. My initials used to be ET when I was um, single. But so, um, yeah. So, so she's going to get a red. It's going to be 64 gigs, and she's getting her first iPhone. I'm really excited for you. So you called T-Mobile. Let's just do a quick check-in here. I didn't call T-Mobile. I'm doing this online, and I just thought I'd Oh, God, Nana. First. What no, are you doing you, online? No, you. I sent you the email that they that Apple sent me, and you went, yeah, that. that but I like said to contact one. your provider, which is T-Mobile. Okay, then I'll do that. Yeah, because you can maybe order through Apple, too, but maybe contact them first. Because otherwise, sometimes with these phone carriers, you got to break this or change SIMs and all this BS. So don't do nothing online. Call your carrier. See if T-Mobile will give you the same rate that you're getting from this email. Yeah, anyway. Well, okay. now that we've Atlanta. went way off a topic, you guys, let's. Uh, we've solved all Nana's uh, technical issues th today. So Nana, give us your notes for the season finale of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, please. Okay, so Atlanta. <laughs> Candy. Now, she's having problems during this baby shower. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 
he's just Todd mm-hmm. is just being, she said, a straight up asshole. And he really was. He was, yeah. But we can cut to the chase on that because when it got to the point where they were introducing the surrogate mother, mm-hmm. Todd got up. He said he was sorry to Candy's mom. He said he was sorry to Candy. He was really being an asshole. That's a big man that can do that. Um, this was a baby shower, and I thought that was kind of cool. They had, uh, like, taco trucks and yeah. food trucks mm-hmm. and, and naturally open bar for anything that's happening with Bravo. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good idea. I thought if I could afford it, I think that'd be great. But people haven't tasted my chicken salad. I do make some kick-ass chicken salad for showers. So anyway, <laughs> I like the food truck. What I did like you think about idea. a shower? Because Nana is the Midwest shower queen. If you have a shower and you're related to us, most likely it's going to be at Nana's house or Nana's going to host it or Nana's going to try to host it. Um, now, what do you think about the shower being at night and being like a dressy type thing? Well, it's really different. Um, in the Midwest here, we try to do it on a Sunday afternoon, so we don't waste anybody's Saturdays. But now, we don't. We, we're not able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't like playing the dumb games. I love the games because I love to buy all the little gifts for the games. Yep. Like the dice game, you get a double, you get to go pick a prize. So I like that. But a lot of people don't like that. Mm-hmm. I usually have it in the afternoon. I try to keep things moving, so we're not taking so many people's time up. Um, the last one we had was for Stacy. Uh, your cousin, my godchild, mm-hmm. and uh, we had oh gosh, I think we had forty eight people there. Wow! So you have to keep you have to keep things moving. You got to keep it rolling. So this isn't your cup of tea, but it's a but you wouldn't do a nighttime shower. You just wouldn't take up people's time. You wouldn't do it. Well, I I, I wouldn't do a nighttime shower, and and I don't like all you know. It's just me. I just didn't like all the drinking involved. You know, it's a baby shower. Nana Billy Ball is here with Dieter, and uh, they're saying Hi, Nana's Nana. Nana showers rock. So everyone knows about Nana showers. Like Nana's, one time we had a baby guys. shower for my best friend Desiree, and we made we tried to be Pinterest, and we made a, a fruit thing, and it was supposed to be a baby, and it was out of a watermelon, and it looked like a real sketch baby. That baby was real sketch. I was like, I wouldn't trust that baby. That baby was gonna commit a felony. Like. We made that baby look real. He, the, that baby looked like the bad guys from Home Alone. We made it look like the, the wet bandits. That's what the one we did with the fruit. I thought we did really well with that. I'm I, proud of that. I was proud at the time, and then I went back and I got a like a like a Facebook memory, and I was like, "Oh, that melon head. That was rough. We did the melon. We didn't have because nowadays, you know, with everything online, you see what a really good one looks like. Oh, I suppose, but mm-hmm. we did with. We did our best. We did the best we could. Yeah. And it was like an alien a, baby. And it did look, yeah, yeah. now that you said mm-hmm. that. Uh, but it was a wonderful shower. And Desi is just so sweet. And it was fun to have that far. Yeah. I love it. I love a Midwest shower. And this nighttime one, it was new for me too. It was more like a party, but I liked it. I like the idea that Candy is still like celebrating this birth because I think it's really important, especially having a surrogate, that she feels a part of it. And I think it was supposed to be a celebration for her surrogate too and everyone to meet her surrogate because Candy and her surrogate, I keep saying surrogate. How many times can I say surrogate? A lot. Have a great relationship. (laughs) Nana's counting it. They really Mm -hmm. really do have a wonderful relationship. They do. Isn't it just what a giving person to be able to carry someone else's child? Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I could do that, even for well, money. I don't think I could. Well, how much money are we talking? Nana, will you carry okay. my baby? 
I don't want to carry honey. it. <laughs> oh, honey. I'm not pregnant or anything. I'm just saying if I want a baby, I'm going to have you carry it. Honey, I'm too old. I don't have any working parts too much. <laughs> All right. We'll talk off, We'll talk offline about your working parts. Um, okay. So back to your right. notes. Back to Nana's Atlanta notes. To Candy's mom and Todd are fighting. You know, know what? Candy's mom, take a back seat. They're trying Ooh. to make it work. Are you calling out Mama Joyce? Keep going, Nana. Keep going. Yes. Just stay out of their business. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not asking you to come into their business. They wanted you at the shower. She never showed. I know. That was just wrong. That was wrong. That that is rude. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Todd was the bigger person, stood up, said he was sorry. But was he? He waited until the shower was damn near over, pissed off Candy, could have made up with Mama Joyce the day before. I mean, get over yourself. It's still her mom. You know she was a problem going into this marriage. Fix it. They remind me of Darren and Samantha's mother. Oh, we're going to make a bewitched reference. Got it. Let's go. Let's do this. I mean, it just is. It's just like... Samantha's mother and Darren, the way they fight back and forth. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Or Darwin, how she used to call him. Yep. So, and then they're doing a limbo. That was the only kind of game that they had. <laughs> they didn't like shake dice or anything. They didn't. Steal gifts from each other. It just, and how come we didn't get to see the gifts? Oh, That's you know. That's the biggest part of the shower. I bet you Candy, she's so rich and she already has kids. I bet you she wasn't accepting gifts. I bet you she had it either go to a charity or she was just like, no gifts, please. Something tells oh. me she said no gifts. Well, maybe, but, well. Nana was I pissed. I, she needed, Nana needed the damn dice game. Give Nana the dice game, Candy. You can't afford a few pie plates and some dice. You go around the circle. It's fabulous. It's almost as much fun as... Ah, spin the bottle. So, <laughs> at a baby uh, shower, Nana, we're going to play spin the bottle. You perv. You nasty perv, Nana. <laughs> I got a lot of rest. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, and then they voted on the baby's names. Mm-hmm. Now, that I found that a little funny. And, and the names that they had, was it Blaze? Yep. And what was the other one? Boss? I don't think it was Boss. It was Blaze and Cash. Oops. Not Cash, because Cash was Kim Zolciak named one of her kids. I don't know. But was, Blaze was. Was it Base? No, it wasn't like Base. Like a base? Like you run to a base? No. Blaze. Blaze Blaze. Mm-hmm. Banks. Wasn't that Banks. Base? Thank you, Shonda. It's Banks. B-A-N-K-S. Like going to the bank. Banks. Oh, wasn't that on... Oh, yeah. Okay, Will Smith... Wasn't that their last name, Banks? I think so, Nana. Are you making a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes. I couldn't think of that. I love that. Carlton Banks. Yeah, I think. Carlton Banks. Yep. Okay. Okay. Anyway, my whole world is around (laughs) television. (laughs) Help me. Uh, Well, Nana Fonda wants to know, why is Mama Joyce such a hater? Why do you think? Like, as a mother looking at the situation, I know you haven't watched previous Atlanta seasons, but Mama Joyce is always up in their business. Do you think there's a time when she's just got to let her daughter make her decisions? Her daughter's, like, like 40-something. I, when you turn 45, I'm going to let you make all your own decisions. <laughs> I finally said that to myself. I wrote it in my diary, dear diary, five more years, and I'll let Jolene live her life. <laughs> let me live my life. I'll still be calling you for advice, like, Mama... <laughs> Mama Eileen, Mama Nana. (laughs) 
<laughs> I would like that my grandkids to start calling me Baby Lisa. Okay. So anyway. Baby girl Lisa. Baby girl Lisa. <laughs> oh, God. And then Nini and Kendra go at it. Kenya, you're still calling her Kendra. (laughs) Oh, I still am calling her Kendra. I'm still back to, oh, and he's dead now. Um, I'm sorry, the girls next door, you know, with. um, Oh, Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner. I like how you go, oh, he's dead now. (laughs) He's dead. I I start sounding like grandpa. Yeah, Yeah, he ran into so-and-so. Oh, no, I didn't. He's dead now. He's dead now. Or he would tell a story about his friend. Grandpa always was like, yeah, my friend Bert, he was a good golfer. He's dead now. Like, that was all his stories. <laughs> that, was, that was it. <laughs> hell of a golfer, really nice guy. Beer and a bumpy was out the door, but a hell of a nice guy. So Mama Joyce, you just think she's just got to get out of the business. She's got to just let Candy live her life. And now this is her husband, and this is the father of her children. Yes. Does Mama Joyce, did she have a bad marriage? Do we know that? You know, I don't think Candy's dad was in her life, if I remember correctly. And I don't know if Mama Joyce has really been in a relationship on the show. Well, see, Mama Joyce just doesn't trust. And if you don't have, if you have trust issues, something happened in your life. Yeah. Someone did Mama Joyce dirty and now she's like, every penis is doing the dirt. Doing the dirt. It could be true, but you don't have to say it to your daughter. So, so they went from Hollywood glam to fight night. Yes. And I like the way they, they dress mm-hmm. um, for things. They dress fabulous. Now, why was it, was it Kenya that came in or was it Portia that came in and said she was underdressed? Kenya came underdressed. She she looked nice, but she didn't know. She thought it was a backyard. I mean, how, picnic. yeah, that just shows how yeah. out of the group kind of Kenya is sometimes, I think. Yeah. And you know, if she changed her name to Kendra, I'd be a lot better off. (laughs) So, and then I liked at, you know, and I'm, I'm going a little faster with Atlanta only because I didn't think it seemed like a a final, a final one. It just didn't feel final until they got to the end. Mm -hmm. And then they did what like American graffiti did at the very end of the movie. They showed what happen to people yeah they do that at at the end of every housewives season i know but Mm -hmm. i just wanted to bring up american graffiti because of ron howard okay and if he's listening i still would like to okay (laughs) he's for sure listening yes i'm sure he is Mm -hmm. and eva and mike i think that was my favorite one they were trying not to have a baby i thought that was pretty good yeah they're gonna try now to not have a baby and they brought the baby to the shower so we're able to see the baby we were able to see eva again um yeah uh dieter wants to know was greg at the shower nana yes greg and they had a close-up of greg and it was very he looked very cute okay i don't even remember what greg was wearing yeah, and he he also did the limbo, didn't he? Greg? Did Greg? Yeah. I think Greg would die if he did the limbo. I don't. I don't think he did. Uh, the... Maybe I just put Greg's face <laughs> on someone else. <laughs> because Hot Dog Dennis won the limbo. I was like, Hot Dog Dennis, go home. Because Hot Dog Dennis is just acting up. No. But apparently, they're trying to make it work in quarantine. Uh, rumors are so. Oh. I don't know what's going on. That's very sad. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Call it a day, kids. But, you know, if they can, try to work on it. All right, I guess. Well, that's enough of that. How would you rate it? (laughs) Oh, we're already over the episode? Yeah, because I like Beverly Hills and Vanderpump better this this, uh, 
week. Okay. Well, I, I'll, it was okay if I give my opinion a little bit. Is that okay, Nana? Oh, yeah. Didn't you get a chance? Oh, okay. Let me sit back. And, and Jess, I'm incorrect because, or I'm sorry, Jess corrected me. Nana, I'm incorrect. Jess and Fonda both said, yes, Greg did do the limbo. So I don't even remember. I'm, I don't have, I should listen to you. I should trust you. So thank you guys um, because Nana's got Greg Dar. Like radar. Thanks, you guys. I got I, my, I just, I was doing something else, you know, like the jumble or something when I was watching this, mm-hmm. the jumble in, um, in the newspaper. And I looked up because they said something about Greg and I thought, okay, I'll watch yep, this. Yep, because Fonda said, Nana, calm your ovaries. Because every time Greg's on, we go, Nana, calm your ovaries. So Nana, if Greg is on, she knows. So I'm sorry for doubting you, Nana, because he did do limbo. And I'm surprised because I was like, oh, hell no, Greg ain't doing limbo, but he did. Um, so... Overall, I agree with you, Nana. I don't think this was an episode that was big enough to be no. a finale. Now, you didn't even cover the fight at all between Kenya and Nini. You didn't even fu- cover the fact that Marlo had Kenya read what she said in the press, which I thought was hilarious and just so shady and so messy. Kenya read it, which I thought was a boss move, and then walked around to Nini, which is kind of asking for trouble. And then Nini stood up, and you know she's like eight feet tall. And something was going to happen. And Candy's up on stage trying to be like, this is my surrogate. It's a great moment. Todd's like, I'm sorry. And I am I was thinking, Todd, don't say sorry on a stage in front of everyone. Just don't be a dick. Do you know what I mean? Pull her aside. Give her a kiss. But how embarrassing. Then you admit you're fighting. It's just a hot mess. The poor surrogate's like, I'm 22 months pregnant. I got to go home, you know. <laughs> and then now Nini and yeah. Kenya are going to fight. It looks like, and they're calling security at a baby shower. And this is what happens when you have a nighttime baby shower. Well, you know, too much alcohol never, you know, especially with this group or really any group, you know, you get too much alcohol and people just get, I don't know, they get too buzzed up and it's like, enjoy the baby shower. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be all hopped up on something. Well, and I feel like this is a long time coming for Kenya and Nini. And we had to wait until the last episode for them to not even really do anything. It was, it was anticlimactic. Yeah. Anticlimactic, climatic, climactic. I don't know that word. Climatic. Is that it? Like Clamato juice. Anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Like a, um, yeah. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, it's anticlimactic. I just looked it up. Causing disappointment at the end of an exciting or impressive series of events. It was an anticlimactic finish to the match. Or it was an anticlimactic finish to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Anticlimactic. Climactic. Oh, you have a C in there? Yeah. Climactic. We're learning so much. We're learning about gigs, phone storage, storage, anticlimactic, Greg's boner. Climactic. <laughs> it just doesn't seem right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll, now, where did you look this up so quickly? I Googled it. Have you Googled? Do you Google? I, thank you. It's <laughs> kind of personal. It's kind of personal, but I have. I Googled, but not why we're on the podcast. I don't know how you would do that. I got my laptop. Because I got to look up stuff because Nana is the queen of going, what is the capital of blah, blah, blah? How many people are in that? And then I got to look it up because Nana, I got to fact check Nana. Um, so <laughs> Tony in the chat says, my boss just used that word at work. 
It's like the universe really? is aligned. Yeah. There mm-hmm. is a lot to be said for that. We're all on the same page. We're all where we're supposed to be. That's where that that's what that means, Dana. Okay. So I yeah, I like I said, I agree with you. I thought it was kind of anticlimactic. And um, you know, Nini and Kenya, the fight could have been a little bit longer. It could have been in a different location. Um, it just it wasn't anything new. The best part of the episode was Marlo going. Did you say this? Can you read what you said? Or or did you say this? And then Kenya read it. I thought that was kind of a boss move. I just, you know, take it, take it someplace else, kids. You're at a baby shower. Mm-hmm. You're celebrating the idea that Candy's going to have another child in her life. Mm-hmm. And, at, you know, there's time and a place for everything. And, you know, Nini, I think, held held it together pretty good she didn't spit on anyone yeah well Nini still thinks she didn't spit but we saw her spit she spit out something even if it wasn't a loogie she spit out something it was she spit outside it could have been a popcorn kernel but she spit something that's still spitting if you push something from your mouth out towards someone else you're spitting you know that's right oh Nini so yeah uh you know what I as far as Atlanta finales go this this wasn't a great one it really wasn't um and now Portia's got her newfound issues with Kenya they were getting along and now Portia's you know not having it either so I mean I like the Greece trips a lot better so I think out of seven you guys feel free to rate it in the chat one to seven housewives one being the worst thing you've ever watched and seven being the best I'm gonna give it a two and I hate to do that to Atlanta because I love Atlanta but Atlanta deserved better and having this like yeah weird unorganized I thought the baby shower was just it was, it was too spacious where it was um it needed to be reined in they needed to get like a party planner or something to kind of rein people in the stage it's felt very far away you know when you're at like an outdoor concert with a band that's not really popular and there's people just everywhere and no one's rushing the stage Yes. It was real messy. And then it, it almost felt like we're like bringing up old storylines. Mama Joyce and Todd again. I'm over that. No, I just didn't think it was interesting. Yeah. And Denise saying part- Marlo is so shady. She is, but entertaining. Entertaining. Uh, so I, I'm going to say a two. Shonda says two. Jess says 1.5. Fonda says three. Nana, what, what you say? Uh, four only because they showed Greg quite a bit. Because Greg, but Greg didn't win the limbo. It doesn't matter. He did in my book. <laughs> you got to subscribe to Nini's channel on YouTube because her and Greg do lives together sometimes. And if you put your hand over the screen where Nini's face is, it can be like you're just talking to you and Greg. Why didn't I think of that? Right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take the, the little crafts out that I have for the kids and I'll do construction paper. I'm just put a picture side. of you next to Greg. <gasps> Perfect. And you can Perfect. just. I just think he's. I just think he's cute. I know he's been a dirty dog down the road, but we don't know for know. sure. We don't know. We really don't know for sure. I mean, All she's right. she's alluded to things. We don't know anything, and they've you know uh, managed to break up and get back together, and you know keep their marriage going. So um, yeah, a lot of people in the chat, even Fonda, saying it didn't feel like a season finale. It really didn't. Yeah, Fonda, Fonda, it didn't. It just. You know, like it could have kept going, mm-hmm. only I didn't want it to because it was kind of boring. I, I, I enjoyed the idea of seeing the shower. But without other games, I guess I guess there was just too darn many people there to be playing like a dice game or anything. But 
there's no like little raffles or anything. Okay. I anyway. know. Okay. So we're all, we're done with now next week. It'll be like a, um, kind of what you didn't see Atlanta or this, um, Sunday will be that. So I don't know. We might cover that briefly next week, but then they're going to have to okay. do a zoom type reunion where everyone kind of calls yeah. in video conference. I don't know. How's that going to be Nana? I, you know, I, that's my favorite part of these is that when they come together and they're all dressed mm-hmm. and they're fine as fine and they, talking shit done to the tens. Yes, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Now, Andy Cohen, didn't he have, does he have the corona? He's over and it. He had it. How mm-hmm. is, okay, because he got tested so he knows he's over it? Yeah, he's, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a kick out of all these people with money. Everyone's being able to be tested. I know. But regular people like you and I, if we had symptoms, like Linda wasn't able to be tested. I know. That's ridiculous. That's you know, ridiculous. money talks and always says. Bullshit walks, Nana. And it sure does with health care, you know. Oh, Nana's getting never- on her soapbox. Get it, Nana. Well, we are never going to have the health care we deserve. Nope. I saw this really funny um, meme on Instagram, and it was like, like someone had stitched it. What's that called? Not crochet, but you know when they stitch words onto something? What's that called again? Embroidery? Embroidery. Yeah, someone embroidered, and it was a picture of an embroider. It says, no one in Europe is jealous of your Aetna plan. <laughs> And I have Aetna, so I'm just like, oh, that's so true, because Aetna sucks balls. Oh. They suck balls. <laughs> well, I didn't have a really good time with Blue Cross Blue Shield either, because it depended on who you're talking to as far as getting answers to what will this my cost be. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm not big on I'm not big on any of them because no. Blue Cross BS was not it was BS. Mm-hmm. So we go on to the Beverly Hills. Oh, Nana just you, did the transition herself. I love it. Okay, do you want me to read the little episode description? I think that would be lovely. Okay. Someone said they can hear Chell in the background. I apologize. I think he's um, talking with his his uh, stepdad and his mom. You know, we're all communicating all over the place now. We're all, they, we got the, um, what's it, Alexa? And at any time, this Alexa here at the house can just dial in to the house and go, hey, and all of a sudden you'll be sitting there and it'll say, hi, Joey, and hi, Chell. And I, it freaks me the F out because I, I, it's so oh. invasive. It's not mine, um, so I can't say anything, but it just freaks me out because I have anxiety already and I grew up with dad who wouldn't even let us answer the door if you weren't home. So having someone just all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I can just hear Chell's stepdad be like, hi, Joey, and hi, Chell. And I'm like, holy shit, where's that coming from? So sometimes I'll like turn the camera off because I get so much anxiety, even though I know it's my my stepfather-in-law, like, I'm not afraid of him. He's a very nice man. But it's just like, holy shit, where'd that come? Like, it's just so freaking weird. It's so weird. So that's probably what he's doing in the background. Is that a fancier Alexa then than most people's? Or could anyone do that with an Alexa? I think anyone could. And I don't know why anyone would want to. Because someone can just go and the camera turns on and they can see into your house. Oh, wow. That would be kind of embarrassing at times. Okay. Yeah, for what you are doing. <laughs> okay. On a, good, on a good day. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Dieter and Billy are saying U.S. healthcare sucks. Uh, Reyes says adults get into fights without having to put hands on anyone. That's true. That's true. Well, we didn't see, you know, 
uh, yeah. them, but we did see security step in, so we don't know what could have happened. But um, I do like when the women are able to argue with one another and kind of just throw jabs at each other. Um, you know, it can be very entertaining. Um, well, for a peace, for a peaceful, loving person as you are, I I have to laugh that you like all the fights. Well, sometimes I used to catch myself watching like those damn world star videos and people just like like. You know, when there's my favorite kind of video, and I'm probably a bad person for this, but it's when the people are getting picked on and finally the person getting picked on stands up and like punches the bully out. I used to fall into YouTube holes where I'd watch those videos of like these oh. kids and people are filming it and finally they own their bully. And I know it's not, you know, it's not a good look, Jolie, but I just love it. I love when someone who's just running their mouth or, or, or bullying someone gets theirs. I love it. I love it. That. Well, that's okay, honey. That's fine. It's just you're more of a peaceful person, so I have a hard time thinking that you like that. But that's okay. I can't help it, Nana. All right, on to Beverly Hills. You got your Beverly Hills notes ready? Because we had our second episode of this season of Beverly yeah. Hills. Season 10, episode 2, To Live and Text in Beverly Hills. Now, there is uh, a Tupac song, To Live and Die in L.A. To live and die in L.A. Da, 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 da. I don't want to scare you guys too much with my singing, but it's a great song. So this is a play. Maybe there's another song, too, but I only know the one by Tupac. Uh, to live and text in Beverly Hills. While Kyle tries to attract buyers for her new fashion line in New York City, Erica gets big news that has her moving there. Dorit's move into a new house is marred by negative press about her finances as Denise faces emergency surgery. Lisa Rinna worries about Amelia adjusting to college life. Meanwhile, Teddy's confusing invitation causes conflict in the group. Nana, give us your notes. Nana notes. Here it is. Mm -hmm. We're in season, season 10, right? Yeah, girl. Uh, you know, we need new people on here. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, deal, we'll deal with the people we have. Dorit, oh. why, why is the house only in her name? <laughs> we someone, know. Someone asked, and she kind of shuffled that question right off. Mm -hmm. uh, because PK, I, I think his accent is starting to sound phony. Really? Is that possible? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean when they had uh, when they had them sitting there being interviewed, and the person interviewing the producer said that people call them phonies, and I screen grabbed it, and I thought that was so funny because they both had these wide eyes, like they both look like phonies. You know darn well um, that he said he came in with hardly any money when he met Dorit. Mm -hmm. Dorit wouldn't have two. Two seconds for him if he hadn't had money when they first met. Right? There is nothing about PK that, like, brings the lady boners to the yard. So he had to have a little no. more than that. So he was probably living off credit. And what happened with PK is he had a lot of debt and he didn't pay it off. I mean, he owed a bunch in Vegas. He owned a bunch of creditors and things like that. So, yeah. So these people, all they do is just file bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. The rest, the rest of us, dig ourselves out of these holes that we get ourselves into. Yep. And you just file bankruptcy, and you—they're happy to give you as much money as you need because you're debt free. And they do it multiple times under the guise that they're that they're businessmen, that they're business people, and this is what happens in business. It's like no. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's just a, a bunch of crap, mm -hmm. President Trump. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
what do you think of okay now i just didn't i loved i mean their houses looks fantastic should they have a big house did you like think nice i place? am so over these manufactured plastic ass looking la farmhouses that are six a six million dollar house i get it's la real estate but it they're what they're doing because i live in los angeles is they're tearing down these beautiful old stucco wood brick homes and putting up these fake ass plastic looking farmhouse monstrosities that look like you know a freaking not even as good as a barbie dream house and so i go down the street in la and i'm like what the frick are they doing they're tearing down these beautiful ranch style homes so they can build up because they can't build out because la is just so overpopulated as it is and so dorit got herself one of these plat don't i mean everything the siding isn't even from sears it looks freaking plastic you know honey when when i was in Los Angeles when I was in West Hollywood with you mm-hmm. and we were taking our walks and stuff and you would point out the houses. Yeah. You're so you're so right about this because at first glance they look very nice, but you're right, mm-hmm. they are plastic. They're plastic. shitty made. If you look at how houses used to be made, and if you look at yeah. especially I was watching because I like to watch those, you know, HGTV I love to watch, like love it or list it. I'm like obsessed, but no one ever lists it, I swear. They only love it because the woman who designs, you know, redesigns the home kills it every time. And I love those silly shows and it's always you know something I could never afford uh, so, sometimes they're in reasonable um, areas but it's so funny because sometimes they'll do house hunters in like Europe and you'll hear a lot of these people in other countries say oh yeah American real estate just we make our homes so shitty now and you can tell by Dorit's house you can tell by all the Vanderdork kids you know they have all those the nicest the two people of the nicest houses are like Kristen she got herself an old house in Hollywood and she redid the inside and then yeah, Stasi recently right. got herself like a Spanish style home, her and Bo. We haven't seen it yet on the show because she's still in her apartment on the show, but it's really nice. So I'm just so tired of them tearing down these beautiful old homes. And if you're going to tear it down, at least put up something that's comparable. I know. You're right. They do. They, they look plastic. Mm-hmm. But um, could I ask you? Um, what are people saying in the chat? Are um, they conversing with each other? Are they? N- is, Linda, is Linda here? Linda's here. Your best friend Linda's here. Um, Reyes says uh, people are so over Teddy, so over Teddy and Kyle. Night of Light says don't drink disinfectant. Um, Billy Ball and Dieter were saying we do call them McMansions. You know, when you tear down these beautiful old homes and you put up these 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 bigger structures, but they're shitty because they're not real mansions. They're McMansions because they're made with such crap. Um, Jess is saying, I love crazy Kristen's home. I just saw a tour of her house on YouTube. She gave a tour inside. It's amazing what these people look like when they're not on the show. Cause Kristen seemed totally sane in this. I know it was oh. only like a seven minute tour of her house, but she did a great job. She made, there's like a, a back house, like a mother-in-law suite. She made it into her office for her t-shirt line. Her house is really cool. She's got these beautiful countertops. Yeah. And it's oh. this house in North Hollywood where the rest of them bought these shit-ass farmhouse McMansions, these modern farmhouses, which is... LA, get your shit together. Um, so yeah, the people are just talking a lot about that, Nana, in the chat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, just wondering. Just wondering. Mm-hmm. So hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> we were talking about Beverly Hills. And please... Subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to get to a magic number. 
Um, what was that magic number that we were trying to get for subscribers? We're trying to get to 7K on YouTube. And then on, All right. um, on iTunes, we have like 135, I think, rates and reviews. And we would like to get to 150. So if you okay. guys want to help us out, that would be awesome. Thank you for everyone who subscribed, rate, reviews. Make sure you like this video too. Nanny, you're killing it. You're killing it. All right. Keep us we going. Just like to, we just like to mention that, you know? We do. So let's go to... Is it Garcelle? Yes, it is. Good job. You're already learning names. Garcelle. Mm -hmm. yes, new people. Garcelle. Well, she's she's easy to remember because here's someone that I think has class. Mm -hmm. um, her boys, Jax and Jade, are 11 years old, and they're twins. They're oh my cute. Gosh. Um, yes, and she has a new home. Now she has five bedrooms. Mm -hmm. She has five bathrooms in 3,200 square feet. Now that's that's a big house to me. I thought hers looked a, a little better than those modern farmhouses. I don't know where she was having hers built, but it looked a lot better than what I we're seeing I, on Vanderpump and from Dorit. I know, mm -hmm. I know. I just we we found out a little bit more about her. This How time. sad. How sad oh. is it that she was married to this Hollywood agent and they had this marriage and all of a sudden she picked up his phone, which is like my freaking nightmare because I lived that life. I had that relationship where I was with someone for a long time and I found out online. I mean, I had my suspicions, but that he was cheating on me and I found their whole love exchange. It hadn't been going on for five years, but geez, to know your husband has had an affair with someone for five freaking years, that would kill me. They were together for nine, five oh. nine. He was with someone else. Right. And something made her say, I just want to use your phone a minute. Thank God she did that or she'd still be living in the dark, you know? Right. Um, get, she's got too much going for her to worry about an ass like that. No, she was saying like she wouldn't wish it upon her worst enemy. Um, yes. I would. I would wish it upon her worst enemy. <laughs> But she's a better person. Um, I was trying to find out who he cheated with because I thought it was interesting that the producers asked what happened to that woman. She goes, I have no idea. So I was like, there I must be some relevance there. I bet she knows. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I had a feeling she knew. So he's a, a CAA agent, too, which is a big, the creative arts industry or agency, I think oh, it's called. And they're the okay. ones that Alyssa Milano's dumbass is. Uh, her husband is a, uh, a guy there. And uh, Alyssa Milano's been under fire a lot lately because, you know, she was one of the people behind the Me Too movement. And then she decides, you know, who she's going to, which women she's going to believe and which women she's not going to believe when it suits her political interests. So she's been called out a lot. And then also CAA has a lot of uh, uh, money, corporate ties with certain candidates for president and things like that. So it's, it's an agency that a lot of people in L.A. want to get in with. I know a lot of people with CAA, a lot of, there's a lot of big people I don't know that are with CAA, but he is still, I believe, according to an article I'm looking at right now, his name is Mark Nylon, and he's still an agent. With is it Mark or Mike? Mark Nylon. Oh, it is Mark. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's Great. what it says on this article. But it doesn't, okay. you know, it doesn't say who the woman is. Um, but I kind of liked how she dismissed that because as someone who's been in a similar situation, but a lot less worse because I did, wasn't married and I didn't have kids. People were always like, Oh, aren't you going to say something to the woman? I'm like that girl, you know, she might have her issues, but she doesn't owe me anything. It's the dude that owes you. And you, you don't go question the woman. You question no. your dude. Cause it's him that strayed, you know, that, 
That's that's exactly right. So apparently she uh, sent an email to some of Mike's creative arts agency co-workers with the subject line, which we saw in the uh, episode, Tiger Woods, Jesse James, and Mike Nylon. And at the time, Tiger Woods and Jesse James were just horrific cheaters in the press. You know, you had Tiger Woods against cheated on his wife with all those women. And then we had Jesse James, who was married to Sandra Bullock, America's sweetheart. What a dickhead. You know? He is a dick. Now, are you saying Mike now? Mark. Sorry. Mike. Okay. No, I, I think uh, it's this, Mike. I think you're right because now this article, way to go, Daily Mail. They said Mark up on top and now they're saying Mike. So sorry. Mike Nyland. You're right, Nana. That's all right. I have it on. I, I have it right here. In your my notes. Ex-husband. Yes. <laughs> so it, to, her, to his coworkers, she wrote, what do they have in common? I found out today that my husband of almost nine years has been having an affair for five years with some slut in Chicago. I am devastated and I have been duped. Our boys don't deserve this. This is what it said in her email. I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, call it what it is and throw mm-hmm. it out there. And I think she's a better person for it. She didn't. Oh, or I feel you know, so bad not, for her. It, I don't think, you know, I don't think you have to feel bad for her. I mean, she's a strong woman and sure. she's fine without this putz. But just like to have you know? your whole family uprooted and to have your sons who are so young at the time have to go through that yes. and something so public. It's like, oh, get your dick together, dude. I just never understand these wandering weans. You know, you married someone. And here's the thing. It does. It never matters how beautiful you are. That's that's the good thing. And also the scary thing is it has nothing to do with you. A cheater's a cheater's a cheater. Some people, nothing's ever good enough. You're married to Garcelle. She's gorgeous. She's smart. Gorgeous. She's all the yes. good stuff, it seems. Marriages aren't easy. And yeah, I'm sure there's sides of her we don't see. But he's no piece of cake either, I'm sure, all the time. So, I don't know. It just, I couldn't imagine. I looked at him. I'm like, dude, if you weren't a CAA agent, like you, no one would be wanting to have sex with you, Mike. M- Mike Mark Nyland. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Mike Mark Nyland. Yeah. Yeah. I have like no time for you. Like Billy Ball and Dieter are bringing up in the chat. Shania Twain's hubby had an affair with her best friend. Remember that? And Shania Twain's best friend, not a looker. And her husband was like Mutt Lang, Mutt Mutt Rut, or something. His name was. And they wrote songs together, and uh, were partners. Oh. And he cheated with her best damn friend. A dog's a dog's a dog. And Hot Dog Dennis, he's a dog. Mike Mark Nyland, he's a dog. A lot of these housewife husbands are dogs, Anna. Well, I think the housewives are busy, and they have time to stray. And not saying that they're right in straying. I'm just saying it gives them a lot of leeway because of who they are and the kind of money that they have. Right. Oh, and yeah, everyone just ugh, just calm your wieners. Calm your wieners, bro. Like, be grateful for what you got. Mike, Mark, we have no time for you. We're going to Lisa Renna now. All right. Lisa Renna is so thin. Gosh, she's tiny. She's always been, though. Oh, but there was something she had on. She had this little pink Oh, and her hike with Teddy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. You know, and and Teddy, honey, could you be more boring? Oh, she's so boring. She's so boring. It's so sad. I did like listening to Renna when she talked about her daughter Mm -hmm. that's in college, Amelia. And the extra pressure she's been under and things. And just that she's having panic attacks and major anxiety. Now, that's something I wouldn't wish on anybody. 
um, and I mean no one, mm-hmm. and, and she's had an eating disorder and stuff. So And so public now that she's a model, and her mom's in the yes. press, and so you're going to get all this you know, feedback and judgment, you're putting yourself out there. So, yeah. And, and Teddy did say that she reached out to her, which I thought was very nice because she understood mm-hmm. being, being who Teddy is and her yeah. dad. I think Teddy's so, a good person. She's just freaking boring. She's not housewife material. Get her off. No, no, no. Mm-mm. She's got to either start whoring around or doing something. She's got to do something. She is, I don't want to be held not, accountable. <laughs> not, I guess now's not the time. She's, gonna have a baby okay. yeah don't whore around um, don't whore around, around like mike mark nylon but uh do something interesting she's just such a like i don't care if you, we'll get to this a little bit later but i don't care if you come to my party and i don't care if you're a, let's work out and let's be accountable it's like nobody no this is housewives you got to be messy no. okay and you have to like it's it's a, it's a game of social chess we need you to be entertaining you know we don't want you yes. to be a horrible person but we need you to be a little horrible at times and be entertaining because you're on television if you want to go be in the nice person go be a real life person our reality stars are not real life people you know there's few housewives that can get away with being like semi not i feel like candy like is an example of someone who isn't someone who's like a a backstabber or anything like that she's almost like almost too good for reality but she's still entertaining where teddy's holding back teddy's just she's just a wet blanket she's boring dude yeah, Teddy, you just don't have it for this. I think you're beautiful. I think, you know, you got what it takes, but what you need is a little, start throwing shade at people, not going, well, you can come. I don't care if you come. You don't have to be there, mm-hmm. but I don't care. Yeah, you do care. Yeah. Just say be there or not. Yep. The person that really is irking me, this is Sutton. I don't like Sutton. Does anybody in the chat like Sutton? I'm not hating her. I honestly, at least she's more she's more entertaining than Teddy, and she's about to call Teddy out next episode as boring. So I'm going to give her a, a couple more episodes before I decide. I, I've already decided. She is just so full of herself. And maybe that's what makes for good housewives. But Kyle is sucking up to her so badly. It's relation, yeah. relationship-wise, it's kind of like she was with Lisa. Kyle follows the money. Kyle follows the clout. Kyle, that's why Kyle can't be a leader on the house. She's not a leader. Kyle's a follower. Um, Shonda saying, yes. agreeing with me. I like Sutton. She's so blunt. Um, shout out to Bonnie. Bonnie Lofgren's here. And Bonnie gave us our Hi, Bonnie. first super chat of the night for two ninety nine. Thank you, Bonnie. We appreciate Thank you so you, much. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I... I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give Sutton a chance because I we need okay. something, Mom. This season of Beverly Hills is like we spent this entire episode. The most interesting part was getting to know Garcelle's story. That was hands down. Allie Landry, I think is her name, was there. And I don't know if you knew the woman that was sitting with um with uh, Garcelle. Did you see the um woman that was in the car she's she was a big time actress for a while ally landry and she oh. was the doritos girl remember in the 1998 super bowl commercial was like a big thing maybe i remember it because i was a teenager um and you were busy like raising children and i was busy doing nothing uh but she was named by people magazine as one of the 50 most beautiful people she's now 46 oh, okay. but she was like a big deal for a while and that she was with garcelle and then we got to learn about you know garcelle's family life and that was the most interesting part of this episode and then it was 
It was. That was We waited the whole episode to hear Teddy say she didn't care about them coming to her party. That's what we waited for this whole episode. It just, that didn't make any sense, Teddy. And Shonda is making a a good, I love how you guys come, like they are just as big a TV uh, pop culture nerds as we are. I love it. Shonda says, Mario Lopez cheated on Allie Landry. So Allie Landry, I do remember, and her and Mario Lopez were together and he cheated because you know Mario, he wants to be all extra, extra. Like I'm a family man, but Mario's got some skeletons. Yes, he does. You know, he can't get saved by the bell. He can't get <laughs> saved by the bell, Dana. Good one. Um, so, yeah. So, I feel, yeah, we waited this whole episode. Okay, so then oh, we also get to see the scene that I thought was kind of, I know we're deviating a little from your notes, if you don't mind, Nana. Uh, that was kind no. of, it was heartbreaking to me, Erica and her husband. Okay, so do I think it's gross? Of course I think it's gross. It's gross. Um, I think an age gap that big is freaking gross. She's like 40-something. It's like a 30-some-year, 40-year, it's gross to me. I'm sorry. That's just, that's my opinion. I feel like Tamara Judge, that's my opinion! Uh, but it is, it's, I think it's weird. It's gross. Um, they've lasted 20 years props to you. And yes, that's your husband. So I'm, you know, whatever that's, it works for you. For me, it's gross, but it's very, it makes sense because when you see Erica having her dad never in her life, she looks at Tom like a father figure, which is gross. But there was this moment where she just wanted someone to say they're proud of her and he did, and she cried, and I was like, that's touching. And no matter, I don't know how their relationship yes. is, but it is, at least she has that, I guess. And, you know, somehow they've made it work for 20 years. And it is L.A., and that's, you know, how L.A. unfortunately works, is if you're a rich old man, you get young, pretty things. Um, and they were both adults when they decided, you know, she was, she was what, how old was she? Right. Wait. Right. If I mean, he well, if he's eighty, he she was then she was twenty. She was in her she was twenty something. Maybe she was twenty seven or something when she got with him. Twenty six maybe. So um, yeah, but it was. I thought it was kind of a sweet moment that they had. I thought that they're. I thought they seem. I thought they seem good together. I really do. Yeah, it he's works. Very supportive of everything she does. Mm-hmm. So what? Be damn the age thing. Well, I don't know. It still is gross. <laughs> no, I mean they've lasted twenty years. It's not like sure. Just it's a good business agreement. A year. It's a good business agreement. They've signed a contract. She comes to him, but it's very father daughter. I mean, you don't get to shakers, and you don't get to a dude that's damn near forty years your senior without some daddy issues. You just don't. And she knows oh, no. that, and, you know, and that's okay. But it works for them. But we have a lot of people that are mm-hmm. married, and it's really a business deal, Hillary and Bill. Um, anyway, <laughs> so hey, that's that's all business. That's all that that is, you know. Well, sometimes marriage can be that. I mean, you are signing a contract. You are registering yourself with the government, technically. Um, you know, love's got to be in there. Otherwise, yeah. it's just not going to work. I think do they there's... drive you nuts sometimes? Sure they do. Especially in this pandemic. You know, because <laughs> you're together all the time. <laughs> but today, he got a lot done, and so did I. And it was a it was a constructive day. We both had... So you're you annoyed know, with Dad. Working. That's the point you wanted to make. Not at all. I've been having the best day <laughs> with him. Because he was busy. When he's doing something and I'm out doing something, it's just so much better. I don't know. When you're not with each other, it's better. That's what you're saying. I kind of did. I? But then we can come together. I started turning on the music. We came together. I made supper. And then 
we could talk about the things we accomplished yeah. during the day. There's nothing Might wrong. Sound boring. But that's really fun for us. That's all that we have right now during the pandemic, Nana. You're explaining everyone's life if they're probably in a relationship. Is there, you know, they're probably quarantined with their significant other. And if they're married, they probably definitely are. Yeah, you just have to find your own spot in the house that they can't find you for a little while. Oh. Yeah, hopefully you have enough room because <laughs> some places aren't that big. But yeah, Erica and what's his name? Tom. I like him. I like him together, and mm -hmm. I like him, and I get a kick out of him. Anytime you see him, you always see him in a suit. You do. Um, dressed, always dressed to the tens. And Erica is such a fun being. She is a fun person. She would be my favorite person to hang out with in Beverly Hills. You know... Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I go back and forth with Erica sometimes. Sometimes I think, mm, Erica, calm down. But overall, I think, yeah, she'd be fun. Look who you have to choose from. I know. What, are you going to pick Kyle? No. I mean, Kyle is disappointing. Oh, there's only so many times I can see someone swing their hair and do the splits. Um, wear boring and have a white party. I mean, dude, what is this? 2000 P. Diddy? Is she still having white parties? Okay. There's, there's not much to choose from. All right. So um, moving on from that little moment we had with Erica getting the I'm proud of you from, uh, from Daddy Tom. And Daddy Tom was like a proud of you. And then they hugged and then they touched foreheads. They, yeah. they definitely have their own thing in agreement. So They do. Can I ask a question too? Of course. I'm having trouble oh, with the idea. Oh, here we go. Is it a technical? Oh, no. <laughs> it is a technical issue. I decided to... Possibly go red, but white on the phone. Not sure. But Denise. Now, I oh, thought Denise, Denise walked out. I thought she walked out. Not yet, Nana. They were just showing us what's going to happen. What we're going to have to uh, wait a while to see. Yeah. I get it now. Okay. Because all of a sudden, Denise is in there, and I'm thinking, oh, good. She decided to come back. That wasn't the case. No. Okay. So, Denise has got five hernias or four hernias or something. And I mean, this, Horrible. I feel like Horrible. this woman, Denise, she's strong. I mean, married to Charlie, I mean, granted, you know, that was her choice, but married to Charlie Sheen puts up with all that shit, five hernias. I remember when she lost her mom cause she was really close to her mom and it was all in the, when all this bad stuff was happening with her and Charlie and she had the kids and yes. then she took custody of Charlie's kids. Whatever we think about Denise, whatever's going to happen this season, she's kind of a badass. Um, I love Denise. I love Denise. And so she fell in love with the wrong guy. But the idea to take his kids over because they were in kind of yeah. peril. The idea that they that he wasn't taking care of them, nor was the mother of these children. That takes a lot of guts. And mm -hmm. she's got it and a lot of caring. Big heart. I love her. I think she's beautiful. She's got a yeah, lot of love to give, Nana, and we'll see that once Brandy comes and shares the details of their alleged affair. Do you think it really happened? Yeah. I think Denise is into all kinds of fun stuff, and she likes to have a good time, and I think we're going to probably find out. I think I've talked about this on previous episodes, but we're going to find out that either her husband didn't know or she doesn't want it out there for her kids to know, which I find it a little hard to believe because she's with Charlie Sheen and they know so much, but she did say this episode, they don't know everything. And she's still worried about, I'm surprised. I mean, her kids as teenagers, as Charlie Sheen, you know, this dude's effed up. You just have to Google his name. Are you kidding? What do you mean? She doesn't think her kids know. Sure. They know. 
Well, I think it's uh, a mother's wishful thinking. Because the first thing that pops up when you Google Charlie Sheen is like his Wikipedia, IMDb. So maybe there, I don't know, maybe she's just hopeful. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's very hopeful, but she's, yeah, that's not nowadays. No, mm-hmm. they know everything about their dad. And, and, and my, do I agree with not um, bad-mouthing the dad? She did really well at that. She's always put her children first. Mm-hmm. Well, with these hernias and her being in the hospital, and so we saw her kind of drugged up, but she was doing more herbal medications this episode. So we just saw Denise kind of having a moment where she was telling her husband she didn't want to die, like scared to go under. I think most people feel that way now, especially when you're an adult and you're cognizant, you're, you know, and you have children and there's like more, uh, what's more at stake. You get afraid, you know? Yeah. Anytime, because you have someone else's, you put your faith and your trust in your doctor mm-hmm. and especially in an anesthesiologist. 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 They're the ones. Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Oh, my gosh, okay. Nana. We are having difficulties tonight. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know what I was. Yeah. Oh, NyQuil Nana's coming. I see your eyes kind of glossing over. That's that sleepy. Let's get through this episode because we still got Vanderpump, girl. What do you got next in them notes? Um, I just, yeah, yeah, that Denise has a hearing set for November. Oh, yeah. And Charlie's, Charlie doesn't want to pay child support. You know, shame on him. He's the one. And granted, he had a nervous breakdown. Everybody knows that Um, you don't go after the producer of a show when you're the highest paid actor in television you know and you did have a breakdown i'm sorry for that but you got way too many kids out there that is of your doing and you have to support your kids so well, you're talking anyway, about they, chuck Lorre, the producer director yes, or whatever most, two and a half men de- which was horrific but nana used to make me watch it and she would come visit me in arizona when i lived there and all i'd wake up and hear is in the living room, she'd be awake going, men, 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 men. And I was like, oh my gosh, Nana, this show is awful. And there was like, what? there were good actors in it, but it was not good. Um, and that maybe it's it, because I just hate Charlie Sheen so much that I just didn't like it because I do like John, whatever his nuts is, and the actress that plays Berta. They're all I great. I love Berta. Mm-hmm. I love the mom. I love, yeah. They, but they and maybe it's because you always had it on. But yeah, it was just, it was too much <laughs> i i have all the seasons on dvd oh i know so. you would bring them you and dad dad would bring all the seasons of cops and larry the cable guy and he'd go you know who my favorite comedian is and i'm thinking he's gonna say me and he goes larry the cable guy and i'm like what the frick why did you even have to tell me that like what larry i gotta go up against larry the freaking cable guy okay <laughs> i i love that i think um you know what are they saying now in the chat? Can you just kind of... Oh, man. We got to get you a- in the chat. People are just saying, how many kids does he have? I think Charlie Sheen has four, maybe more. Who knows? But I like how Denise said this episode I- that, um, you know, she wants to protect her girls because she saw a lot of the women that Charlie got with, and they a lot of them had daddy issues. And that was like, whoa, that was, you know. Yeah. And that's the worst that I've heard her say about him, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, she's been really, really a good mom. You know, mm-hmm. really super good. Mom. Yeah. And like so Shonda says in the chat, who cares 
Uh, if Denise and Brandy hooked up, that would make this season a million times more interesting. If we had a bisexual love affair between housewives, I've been waiting for this for every season of the housewives, you know, for I've been watching New York and Sonia Morgan just tries to hump all of them, but a truly consensual bisexual love affair. I would love to see it. Love it. So I don't, who cares? Well, I just hope her husband is, I don't think he would be shocked by it, but mm -hmm. maybe. Well, I think I don't know. Reyes says something very interesting in the chat. Uh, they're just attacking Denise so they can have a storyline and avoid their own promise. Ain't that the truth? Because you know Kyle's been running from rumors for years. Dorit does not want to talk about the financial difficulties and not paying people back. And, right. you know, who else we got? Well, you know, the new people we can't. Teddy, she has nothing to talk about. Rena, she can only milk her, you know, kid storyline, Harry Hamlin uh, pills for so long. I mean, Rena's one of the better ones when it comes to at least being entertaining because she's kind of, she's messy. So she's bringing us have, entertainment. Uh, did you notice that they're bringing back that 80s look with those great big puffy sleeves like a lady die wedding dress? I like a look? puffy sleeve because it makes my arms look skinnier under the sleeve. You know what I mean? Like the chunk of monk on your arm. Just get a little chunk of monk as you get older. And a big puffy sleeve makes my arms look even smaller. So anything to draw attention away from my chunk of monk, I like it. I hate those sleeves. Oh, I love it's it. Just, I, oh. It reminds me of, and I love this show, Dynasty, you know, when they had the big love pads, it. you know, love up there. It. I don't want yeah. a shoulder pad, but I like a, I got a little cardigan recently. It's got a little puff in the shoulder and I, I love okay. it. It's like a Lady Gaga puff. I could do a puff well, all day. I could mm -hmm. do a puff all day. I could do a puff all day. <laughs> but maybe if it was big like that and it takes away from. Yeah, it takes away from everything. Here, and then takes away from your waist and stuff. I'll, okay, yep. maybe I will mm -hmm. like it. There's, it's just, I just noticed that and I went, wow. The girls on this season, I started watching um, Summer House, which I never really watched before. I've seen like a couple episodes through the seasons. Oh. But Chell's friend had said this season is so good so we watched the first episode then of course i'm hooked so last night i was binging summer house and there was a couple of the girls on there wore those shirts and they're already super small but they wore the big you know uh shoulders kind of puff out and oh, and then okay. it makes their waist look even smaller and it was really cute but i recommend then if you have time catch this season of summer house on bravo it's a hot train wreck of a drunken mess it is like waspy Jer jersey shore it is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I'd be interested, but thanks because okay. I have some more windows to do. Okay, <laughs> so that's that's you know I have tunnel vision when I have a project. That's what I think. But they're all staying about the in a house in the Hamptons, getting drunk and banging each other and eating steak. I mean, Nana, come on. And there's no, a just, dude from Minnesota, from northern Minnesota. He's a hockey coach and a model, and he got discovered by Josh Hartnett's agent and his name is Luke and he definitely has an accent like we do and uh you know Josh Hartnett another Minnesotan I mean you got to support your Minnesotans Nana I'll support him some other way I'll buy um <laughs> 12 ears of corn at Cub next time I go <laughs> okay so how would you let's wrap this one up are we already done oh. so we're not even going to talk about what did you think about Teddy saying don't come I don't even care first of all inviting them to your boring ass um accountability retreat why no one wants to see what you do we see what you do we have instagram it's boring and no. then say i don't even want you to come what do you think about that 
it was boring. Teddy's boring. All I could think of was the other housewives where they put a bowl on what's her name's head and and dung it. Oh, on Shannon Bedore's head. Kelly Dodd did. That's all I can think of. So I just, I wouldn't want to go to anything where someone says, I don't care if you come or not. That's not an invitation. Yeah, that's that's, not an invitation. That's why I like Sutton because she was like, so far, you know, uh, we'll give her some more episodes. But when she was like, fine, then I won't come. And so was Garcelle. Like, we have other things to do. Then I don't have to come to your dumb retreat. But like, she's Teddy, you're trying to protect yourself too much. And I think it was um, Shonda or someone said in the chat where Teddy just comes off. She's she thinks she's better than everybody, you know? Oh, she's more insecure than any of them. She and I is. Think that's it. Yes. You can't be insecure in this group. You got to come out. Nana, speaking of which, you do. You have to come out. Speaking of which, um, did you hear what Kelly Dodd, she had to apologize after saying that coronavirus is God's way of thinning the herd. So she was apologizing profusely for what she calls her ridiculous and stupid comment that coronavirus is God's way of thinning the herd. The Real Housewives of Orange County star claims that she felt bad for her remarks after she received major backlash online. I want to give a public apology. Dodd44 explained that she only meant to pose the question whether the global pandemic, which has claimed the lives of more than 176,000 people worldwide to date, was God's way of thinning the herd. She said, I'm not insensitive. Um, I feel bad for the families that lost loved ones, and I do think we should all stay home and protect everybody. That's not what I meant. I want to apologize to anyone. She added, I hope you can all forgive me for saying something so ridiculous and so stupid. Oh, my God. Is she on Trump's payroll? That sounds like well, something a Trumper would Here's say. the thing. She's engaged to a Fox News reporter, and I wonder... This can either be there it is. well. There this it can is. either be the this is going to be this is going to be perpetuated through being with this guy, or he's going to ultimately, if he's you know a quote unquote journalist, um, he's going to have to get rid of her for saying all this stuff. Well, you know what? I mean, true love is true love. So good luck to you, <laughs> Kelly Dodd. You are never one of my favorites. I hope you get your ass kicked to the curb. She said, my boyfriend had to inform a uh, 25-year-old mother yesterday. Oh, wait, no, this isn't what Kelly Dodd said. I'm sorry. A Bravo fan was upset. Um, and uh, Dodd made the remark when a fan criticized her for traveling on an airplane. She said, if it's dangerous, why are the airlines still flying? You think I want to fly? I had to get back. How is that elitist? She responded, do you know how many people died from the H1N1, the swine flu, or SARS? Is 25%. Get your facts straight. You're only hearing the numbers, not the reality. It's God's way of thinning the herd. Oh, my God. Kelly Dodd. Freaking dumb. You know, so dumb. She, oh. she doesn't have a publicist. Somebody that can see what she's going to say and kind of mute her. Nana, I said nanny. Nana, no publicist can stop drunken Kelly Dodd. I mean, this woman. Well, here's the thing. She's entertaining on OC Housewives, but this shit is just like, uh, these people like, it was like when Lala went on live when coronavirus was first um, hitting the news and we were first getting quarantined saying, I just don't think God would have me cancel my wedding. Nobody gives a frick about your weddings. Can we quit mourning the weddings? We should be mourning people's lives. I get that, you know, it would it's sad for some, you know, some people you had these expectations, but there's so much more at stake than your wedding. You can get married later. Like I just see so much. Then there was a whole day where people are like sorry Lala it's supposed to be your wedding day who gives a frick 
Like, I just don't give a fuck about your wedding when we have a pandemic. People are losing their lives. There's nothing funny about that. There's nothing. There's no jokes. No. Um, That's the thing. I always think when people are like, I was kidding. I'm like, okay, I'm a comedian. I'm not saying I'm like a great comedian or anything, but if comedians aren't even touching it, you shouldn't touch it as just an average dumbass person. That is just good sense. You don't. You don't make jokes about this. No, just leave it. You know, you just, leave it. You, you be don't. empathetic. But that's the thing is you see a lot of these Hollywood types and you see a lot of these reality stars and, and Bravo people. You see how out of touch they are with us real people. You know? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. But from their and that's, palatial that's estates saying. That's why we watch. But we don't I mean, need you to then comment on the world outside of that world. Do you know what I mean? Don't tell us what you your hot take on coronavirus is, Kelly Dodd. No, no. no. Unless you're a doctor like President Trump. <laughs> I don't want to hear about disinfectant and how we should be. Fonda says, damn these Karens. There's a bunch of Karens out there, Nana, and not our dear Karen, which is your sister. But unfortunately, there's Karens now have become problematic white women who are just, I mean, there's Karens out there who are protesting in public parks and staging these, um, trying to get like arrested or get and, and waste the police officer's time and use their ridiculous privilege, which they should be so grateful to have because most people just speaking to a police officer like that in this country yes. would be attacked or murdered. And so they're out there going, we pay our taxes. Listen, just because you pay your taxes doesn't mean you own the damn park. You pay your taxes in a socialized system so that we can all have nice roads and we can all have police and we can all have firefighters. Not just you, Karen, you and all the other Karens. So now there's all this stuff out there where these women are, you know, going, arrest me. And then the cop arrests her and she's like, this is against my rights. Like, you told him to arrest uh, you, you dumb idiot. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. People, we have lost over 50,000 lives in the U.S. alone. Can you go inside and calm down and freaking enjoy the fact that you have a home to actually be inside of? It's called gratitude, and a lot of people don't have it. And in the words of Chris Rock, so what, you pay your taxes. What do you want, a cookie? Yeah, what do you want, a cookie? Everyone should pay their taxes. It's what you do as an American doesn't mean you own anybody else or you have the right to anything more. What we're doing is we're trying to help to not lose more life and not hurt more people and pass this virus on. And until, like I was watching Dr. Fauci today on The Breakfast Club, and he was just like, we can gradually get back in like some states to use like the example of Wyoming can gradually go back to a new normal, but it takes time and there's stages to this. Nan, I can hear you totally playing with whatever you're playing with. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I was just moving things around on my desk yeah. and you hate that. I know. I'm sorry. Well, I, I get a little fidgety when we, Yeah. No, it's okay. You just get anxious. Um, but, but A little bit because I just, you know, this is so important time in our lives. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing to laugh at. Take it serious. I know if you want a good laugh, then watch. Watch. Uh, Bravo. You know, <laughs> but anyway. Um, no, that's a good how, cry. <laughs> yeah, that is a good cry. So how would you rate this one? Oh, Were you happy with this? I'll give it a one. I'm going to give it a one because I only liked the Garcelle moment. Wow. Yeah. 
Really? What? What was good about it? We waited the whole damn episode to hear Teddy say that she didn't care if people come. I thought it was worse than Atlanta. I'd rather watch Atlanta's uh, faux finale 20 times. You know, I agree with that. I'd rather watch Atlanta than this Mm -hmm. crap garbage. What did you give it? A one? I'll give it a one. I'll give it a two. Let's see what people in the chat are saying. I'll give it a two. Bonnie says a 2.2. And Shady's saying, Denise better not be Puppygate all over again. Oh. Shonda says a 1.5. Fonda says a zero. I mean, listen, this season needs some, it needs some CPR. It needs some life in it. Um, The the Garcelle moment at the end with her party and the WeHo mayor, I just wasn't very entertaining. Um, Waiting the whole episode for Teddy to say that. Mm, No. So I think next episode is going to be better, though, because we're going to have Sutton. Did I say Garcelle's party? It was Sutton's party. Um, We're going to have Sutton calling out Teddy and saying that she's boring and that Teddy's going to cry and blame her hormones. Okay, moving on. What do you rate it, Anna? Um, I said a two. Oh, you said a two. Okay. Two. Yep, I said a two. That's as high as I'm going to go. There's Beverly Hills. They got to pull it together because they're losing me fast. I know. There's, I see a lot of that on, um, Instagram. Make sure you guys follow married the number two Bravo on Instagram. Uh, we're almost to 10,000 followers, which is exciting. Cause then I can do the swipe up and post live links to our podcast and stuff. It'll be cool. That's huge. That's huge. But, um, a lot of people online aren't even giving it, aren't even watching it. Yeah. Oh, really? No. Wow, I like that even better. I yeah. mean, you know what? Just like Shady Booty is saying, let's hope Garcelle and Sutton can save this dying show. They have a lot. I mean, coming in as new housewives, they really got to resurrect this freaking dead-ass show. You know, can you just bring Kim back? Can you just right? bring Kim back? I was watching, like I said, last episode, I was watching old Beverly Hills episodes, and man, Kim was gold. I mean... Bring Kim back. She was. Couldn't we get Paris Hilton's mom? Couldn't you just, I mean, something's got to make Kyle interesting. You know, I just, yeah. I mean, Kyle, I love your home. I love seeing that. But that's it. Um, I think you and your husband are going your separate ways. You know what? Everybody knows Uh it. Uh Uh-oh, Nana's calling out uh, the. I just... I just think that's what we're going to well, see. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I don't want to see them break up. They got so many damn kids, and they got that young kid, and I just want to believe that Mauricio is staying, keeping his ween in his pants. Um, let's see. Uh, Shady wow. Booty is saying, Sutton is giving me old, bug-eyed, rude Ramona vibes. It's so funny, Shady, because when I was watching and with, with Sutton's bangs and when she was having dinner with Kyle, I'm like, this is freaking Ramona shit because she's so... I, I like her just because I think she's going to bring some entertainment. I'm just hopeful. But she definitely is very... She has no... She's like yacht wear. And you're like... And Kyle's like, people don't have yachts. She was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Like, that's how far removed from reality. <laughs> yacht wear? Oh, my God. I remember... I was trying to come up with an idea, you know, to make money or something. Mm -hmm. And I was throwing this by Linda, and I thought it was just the cutest. And it was going to be some kind of furniture, lawn furniture instead of lawn furniture, yawn furniture, and make it really comfy. (laughs) That's actually kind of a cute idea, Nana. Well, I thought Linda was going to just bust a gut. Yawn furniture. I says, I think it would be cute. I think it's a cute name. It's a cute name. I could totally see it like 
marketable, like the ultimate in comfort, yawn furniture. Like you, oh, the, what, this yawn. couch is so comfy. What is it? Oh, it's a yawn. You know, because it's now, a yawn. nowadays they have like um, comforters called the Buffy. They got all kinds of different names. So I think it'll work. I think it'll work. All right. Now I just got to learn how to make uh, comfortable chairs for the outdoors. Yawn furniture. Okay. I got a patent on that already. So Okay. okay. On to Vanderpump Rules. Uh, uh, season 8, um, episode 16, Witches of Weeho Wine. Lisa helps Bo plan a secret engagement party for Stassi, but Stassi's insecurities threaten everything when she explodes on Chris, uh, Kristen at a wine event. Meanwhile, Lala and James make music together and bond over their sobriety struggles. Danica takes Brett to task for dating his friend's ex, and Sheena presents Dana with an unwanted gift. Nana, give us them Nana notes. Here's a Nana notes on Vanderpump. That's where I wrote about my iPhone. So we have decided on the 64 GB. Okay. That's gigabytes. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like um, Back to the Future? Did yes. Did he use gigabytes on Gigawatts. Okay, 1.21 gigawatts. Thank you. I knew I heard it somewhere. Okay, Vanderpump. Sheena gets a psychic. Oh, my God. Them. That is so bad. We are reaching. We are reaching. She was going to bring her mother to her because Dana is, am I saying that right? Dana? Dana. 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 Um, I worked with a Dana or Dana and I always got her name wrong. I only worked with her for 30 some years. I'm sure she enjoyed working with you. You couldn't remember her damn name. (laughs) We were very close. Um, Anyway. She's she's missing her mom, and she just thought she'd just pop in with this medium. Is You didn't tell her where I live. Oh, no, 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 no. And she's not here. No, no. I told her I would call her, and she would come. Lie, 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 lie. That's all you do, Sheena. Um, the psychic was outside. Dana went out, saw the psychic, called oh. Kristen back in. You know, she called Sheena, not Kristen. Called Sheena. Oh, Sheena. I'm sorry. That's okay. We're covering three shows. It's a lot. It's a lot. I know. I got, yeah, it was Sheena. Mm -hmm. 64 GBs. Okay. Gigs. Um, (laughs) Yeah, good old Sheena. So then we got Brett asking James, is it hard for him to be in the club being sober? (laughs) Brett's such an idiot. He's such an idiot. uh, What do you think? Yeah. Uh, You know, what, what do you think? Well, I don't think Brett thinks. No, I think so, Brett invests all his, any of his brain power, the little bit he has in his abs. Like it just went right to his abs. I think so too. Um, I just, I'm starting to like James even more. I hope he can keep going with his sobriety because his answer was, I used to try to drink myself into some kind of destination that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I thought that was deep. Yeah, that I was like deep. It. That was deep. Mm-hmm. He's I, a lyricist, like Nana. He's a rapper, so he's he's known for dropping some some hot hot rhymes. <laughs> well, you know what? I really it's the first time I can really say um, I really enjoyed James because mm-hmm. uh, Brett looked like a complete. Did you asking him? I don't think he cared. Did, I think he was just trying to make conversation. Did you see when he called Danica outside? I'm loving Danica. I want to see more of Danica. I thought it was great that we saw a scene with the new kids because the old kids are so tired. So um, oh, even though I don't yeah. like the new dudes, I do like some of the new girls. And so I like Danica. When he called her out, Brett had this moment where he laughed at something Danica said. And he was like, ah! 
thought like his laugh was so serial killery. I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to murder this whole cast. I just, right. I just, I, I, I don't like him. I don't like him. Um, no. and, and who did he call out again? Was that Danica? Danica. That's right. Yeah. But that Danica, she's always up to no good. I like her. She's the, She's like the little narc of the group. I don't know. She's Do the you new, really like her? Yeah, she's she's the new, I feel like she's the new Stassi. Listen, if I have to pick what to like, there's very few, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's there's hope in Danica. Yeah. And just like Shady Boo say, I like Danica and Charlie. And Charlie's Miss, I've never had pasta. Here's the deal. I like anyone with a strong POV, point of view. They got strong point of views. I feel like they're not faking the funk. They're putting POV. their they're putting their opinion out there. That's good for a reality star. We don't have this wishy-washy, I'm Brett. <laughs> this fakeness. We don't have this, you know, we have someone okay. who's got a strong POV willing to call people out. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> disagree but that's okay that's, that's good. the beauty of the show yeah we that's, can disagree with each other yep I, yep i just you know i yeah i just don't find any no danica no i just don't i don't even think she's what? got enough going for it to be there what why are you hating on Danica so hard? What'd she do to you? She's trying to bring entertainment. She's calling out these fuckboys, Nana. That's what we need. We need a girl who's going to call out these fuckboys and cockblock them when they're getting undeserved vagina. It's a good thing. But Brett's from New Jersey, and that's just how they do it. Oh, my gosh. That was okay. funny when the producer... The producers, that, I have to give a shout-out to them, though, because they are in the editing, and the editors, they're killing it. The way they're putting stuff together, they're doing a great job with what little they have and making it entertaining. When they're like, and where are you from? New Jersey. It was I know, great. That was just... That was classic. It was really good. Yeah. Um, what do you think about James and Lala going to the recording oh, studio? Lala coming in. Hey, family. I'm just like, Lala, just stop. Just stop. And her and her overproduced music, those poor producers in there who have talent, and they got to work with her through the machine. What is that thing? I know. What is that thing called? That you, is it they the use? mode synthesizer? Is it a mode synthesizer? Yeah, I'm like, what is that? her voice? She looks, she sounds like a damn robot. And oh, they're like, no. And then James is like, ah, it's so Kanye. I'm like, that's not Kanye, but that's cool. He's obsessed with Kanye. And then Lala again, well, preaching, 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 preaching. I just saw a live with Lala where she was talking shit about um, Sandoval and she's on Instagram live talking shit about Sandoval and Ariana. Now that Lala's just turning her back on anyone who had her back in the beginning. And she's again talking about her dad and being like, you know, Ariana, remember back uh, last season when Ariana just said, hey, she's going to have to toughen up because the world, because she knew, Ariana knew from experience that the world's not going to stop because your dad passed away and you can't, you know, she was worried about no. her taking it out on everyone and kind of it being destructive for her. And Lala's just in bed like F this, F that, and didn't, and Sandoval and Ariana can suck it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Lala, none of these other people give a shit about you. Though Ariana's probably the one yeah. and only that actually gives a shit about you and you're going to shit on her. Isn't that the truth? Isn't it's that the truth. the truth? And I think we've all, you know, lost people close to us. Mm -hmm. And what bothered bothers us and i think this is i can say this for a group kind of thing is the idea that life keeps going on yeah and you feel like yours just fell apart how dare you just keep going on with life but that's what we have to do yeah you know you just have to you get through it um the person that died you love them you do not they would not want you being like that. They would not want you just, you well, know. She's just so miserable. Like, she's so miserable. And you had a huge 
loss and that's horrible. And like you said, you know, a lot of people have lost both their parents. I thought, you know, we saw this episode that Sheena, we see how just, uh, just so stupid when she went into what you were talking about earlier into Dana's and said, I got oh. you. Sheena, you uh, you love giving people presents because how it makes you feel, not how it makes them feel. You love them owing you something, being appreciative for to you. She started crying before yes. Dana could even cry. And that shows how disingenuous you are with your gift giving. And how did you think that make, uh, you know, having a psychic bring up someone's dead mom when you're not even good friends with her and haven't been on good terms with her was going to be a good idea. She's just clueless. That- it was horrible, and she is clueless. That was horrible. And I like Dana. I, just, I like Dana because, again, Dana's another one. I think they picked some women, at least, that have strong point of views and stick up for themselves because Dana hasn't backed down once and tried to, like, kiss their ass and be their friend. She was, like, called Sheena out right there, like, hey, I told you this wasn't cool. I think that's awesome. Does she have shitty taste in men? Yeah, but, you know, at least she really she really does. At least she she's really at least she's got, you know, she's opinionated and sticks up for herself. Um, and when it comes to Max and Brett, those two new guys suck. So, yeah, I totally agree. They do. I just I saw back in my notes, if I just can kind of flip back just for a minute. Mm-hmm. James looks so happy and there's a peace about him, a sense of peace without drinking and I just I just hope he stays on that I wonder if he's still sober I don't know I I hope he is he's almost making it seem easy and 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 it's not but um I'm sure he has his struggles I found Uh, a a article that says here he's been it was from March 4th of this year it says he's been sober he made the declaration on Watch Happens Live for almost nine months so if that's the case good for you James that's fabulous because you see a whole new James well and Ariana noticed that when she was talking to Lala about it you know like she likes James sober and you love how Lala always makes it about her always 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 I just I don't like your name you know, L.A., L.A., what? What's that about? Anyway. Your name's, her name's uh, Lauren from Utah, but she calls it loud. She's just become intolerable on the show to tell Raquel, know your place. Bitch, know your place. I don't, I'm just like over no. her. She's just, you know, she sniffs her own farts. I'm over her. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't think she's going to last on this. No. She's just not. There's not enough there. It's not uh, not enough substance. No, she'll pull um, this this Randall story and she'll pull her wedding and she'll use that as some kind of leeway to stay on the show and get more money, I think. That could be. That All right, be. keep going with your Nana notes, homie. Well, you know, I, I, find, I found it ha- uh, kind of funny. Uh, and I just, you know, then I'm going to get off of these two. Um, James and Lala, that they both had dreams about starting to drink again. We've all had those dreams when you're sober. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That wasn't so like, oh, we're so in tune with each other. Yeah. You're missing something like that, mm-hmm. drinking. And you drank for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're going to dream about it. Well, so it's your it biggest so fear, cool. too. I, I would have anxiety that in my dreams that I drank again and I did something stupid or I said something mean to someone. Oh, and so, I would just yeah. because the Internet's out there now, you know. I know. The oh, my gosh. Can you imagine you if know? you and I were still drinking and we would this, this podcast would be a hot mess. <laughs> Let's try. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so let's go to Stassi. Stassi's okay. losing it. 
Stassi, you know, really, Stassi, you got everything going for you. You got the best guy on the whole show. And you're all worried about your boy, Bo, talking to Kristen. Give Kristen a break. Kristen is just, she's got her own problems. You don't have to be best friends with her. But you don't have to be so damn Katie mean to her. I mean, Katie is just mean. She's just mean. I feel like Stassi's just been waiting a long time to find a reason to get Kristen out of her life. And she was like, this is the reason. There's part of me, and I know that a lot of people won't agree with me for this, but I do have some empathy for Stassi because I feel like it is triggering a lot of PTSD from what happened before. And now that she's, you know, in her 30s, you know, she's already insecure or that she's just turned 30. I think maybe she's like 31 or something. You know, she's insecure about this stuff and she doesn't want that to happen again with Kristen. And, you know, I think it's just, it's triggering for her. And I kind of don't blame her. Kristen is shown to be an untrustworthy friend. Yes, Stassi forgave her and they moved on, but I don't think you ever get over one of your best friends having sex with your boyfriend and then lying about it multiple times and then not even being truthful when you were truthful about it because it happened more than you thought. And it's like the ultimate betrayal. And I think Stassi fell out in the group and she wasn't able to really kick Kristen to the curb because of the show. And now she sees an out. She wants to take it. She wants to go full force and say, Kristen, bye. I'm done. I'm moving on to my next phase. I'm getting married. And you're not going to come in and uh, ruin this. So I do uh, agree with Stassi when she's like, Kristen, back off. I don't care. Once you become a spouse to that person or engaged or whatever, their friends become now your family. This is, a, this is a different connection. So Kristen, you don't get to keep your guy friends once they're off like that, especially when you have a history of having sex with them. I do. I do agree with that. You know, and so often I forget about that background yeah. stuff. And yes, because mm-hmm. Kristen had sex a couple times with Jax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She did. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think you're I think you're right on on this one. I sometimes I forget that backstory. Yeah. I think Katie's and still I, mean to her. Uh, but I think Stasi has a reason to not like Kristen. And I think she tried to get over it and now she's like no. And now it hits close to home again because Kristen's friends with her soon to be fiance and she's like I'm not losing him. Yeah to her and she just distrusts her so much because it was the ultimate betrayal of a girlfriend to have sex with your dude. Like, that's so gross. And she was going out with Sanderville at the time. Sanderville at the time? Sandoval. Is that right? Sandoval. Mm-hmm. Sandoval. Mm-hmm. I always, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, the cute boy that likes to look in the mirror. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really strange. You know, they had this Witch Weho, what is it? Weho Witch? Which is a Weho wine. Mm-hmm. Which is a Weho wine. Okay. You know, Stassi, you don't want to be part of it. At least put some kind of effort into it. Kristen's I know. putting it all into it. Katie's doing next to nothing, too. Um, it seems like she's Chris, or Kristen's doing all the work, but oh well. Uh, they're still getting paid. So Let's be honest. One. It was a dumb one. I mean, those. Those two, I don't think Stassi and uh, Katie have ever really known about hard work. I feel like Kristen does a little bit more know about hard work because she like comes from the Midwest. Maybe I'm just partial to her because she comes from Michigan. And um, yeah. so I feel like she knows a little bit more than like Stassi was always, you know, she was like the private school girl. She went to an all girls school. Her dad was member early seasons of Vanderpump. She's like, my dad says going to college is my job and she didn't have to work. And Katie, I feel like she's kind of a little cake eater a little bit too. And 
so I feel for Kristen having to be the only one to give a shit about this business. Like, put your petty shit aside and make that coin be grown-ass women. Well, right. That's exactly right. And they had a reporter there, and they were, it was from um, U.S. Weekly. Us Weekly, yeah. And and it was, um, it was Kristen there and Stassi and Katie, and she was interviewing them. It was the most awkward interview I've I ever know. seen. I know. It was lie, lie, lie. And that interviewer could feel it. Oh, yeah. Because they were they were just kind of twitching in their seats. And, and Kristen was doing all the talking and making it all seem so nice, nice when it wasn't. Exactly. So exactly. Um, I did get, you know, one of my favorite parts of this, besides seeing James so happy, was um, going to Bo and Lisa. I know. Bo, Bo got to go. To Lisa's house, and it appeared that this maybe was his first time at her home. He was geeking out, like it was one of us going. He, I loved it. I mm-hmm. love that he was geeking out, that he thought, look at this place, you know. And I like that they were planning a party for the engagement. Lisa's always good for that. Yep. She wasn't fl- flirting with him like her and Brett flirt back and forth. That's really so gross. disgusting. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of that this time, which is fine with me. Um, yeah. I just, it was, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't anything to write home about. I'm telling you. It's a bad week I for Bravo. <laughs> that 90 day fiance. Oh, I'm telling you. Nana. TLC, is it TCL or TLC? TLC. is going to kick Bravo's butt. Well, here's the thing. You got to watch, you got to watch New York because New York is saving New York and Summer House this season. New York Housewives, Nana. We're like four episodes in now. It's freaking phenomenal. And it's so entertaining. And it's it's everything right now. And Potomac is going to start a little bit late. But Potomac is going to be great too, I have a feeling. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of busted Bravo this week with the shows we watch. But if you'll get a chance ever, binge some New York. Because this season of New York is really, really great. But yeah, this was... Okay. I'd say for the three shows, Vanderpump actually was my favorite this week. So okay. out of seven housewives, I'll give Vanderpump a four because we're leading up to, you know, we got Stassi's going to get the engagement. I'm kind of excited for that, even though, you know, she's acting like a hot mess express uh, right before she's about to get proposed yeah. to and she's walking off. She she really is. Yeah. It's like, stop it. But wasn't her outfit cute? Do you like that little Swiss dot, that black? Yeah. I mean, Stassi like is known for her OOTD. Do you know what OOTD is, Nana? Hashtag OOTD. O O T D. Um, I love to ask Nana if she knows what uh, okay. acro- certain oh, acronyms. Is that is that really something? Yes. It hashtag O O T D. People take a picture and they hashtag O O T D. What do you think they're saying? Okay. It means O O to die. No. Try again. <laughs> okay. 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 They're all um, words spelled out. It's an acronym. They, so, but I mean, are, OO was okay. the word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on, only on Teddy's dad? Yes, that's what it is. Only on Teddy's dad. How'd you know that? No, it's not, Nana. It's outfit of the day. So if you take a picture of a uh, selfie in your outfit, and so Stassi got it. Remember a couple seasons ago, she got OOTD to be like a day. For her, and they had a big party. You don't remember that? I don't remember that one. Okay. That must have been 
I must have slept through that one. No, no. O O T D. Okay. Yeah. No, see, tell tell me tell me again what it means. Outfit of the day. Oh my so God. you could go in front of a mirror, take a selfie in your outfit, your pandemic, your quarantine outfit, and say out, hashtag outfit of the day. You should do it. Put it on, on uh, Facebook. I don't think I'll be doing that because that means I just have to put a bra on. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nana. Yeah. So, I mean, I think next episode will be fun. You know, we're going to see Stassi's kind of dreams come yeah. true. Bo's going to uh, propose to her. At least it's in an interesting place, you know, why they're looking at mausoleums. And then they're going to have a little engagement party at Lisa Vanderpump's, which is going to geek her out because Lisa's always kind of been, whether they've got along or not, always been a mentor to her, someone she looked up to um, in kind of a motherly way, I think. And uh, yeah, I like I like that. And, mm-hmm. You know, I hope I hope I hope I hope. Yeah, I, I did go up an octave there, didn't I? Mm-hmm. It's probably because it's getting late. Well, we'd like to thank everybody for joining us. Nana's got to get to bed, you guys. Thank you for enjoying our wonderful little tangent-filled uh, po- uh, podcast. Nana, you killed it with your notes. We went on so many tangents. We fo- we found facts. We talked about some housewives gossip. We were just, you know, yes. like Nana said, thank you for joining us. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. You can finish that, Nana. Oh, no. I was just going to say we really appreciate it. We appreciate the time you take with us. We hope your week went well in the upcoming week. Um, hopefully, we're going to have another one on Monday. We are. We're going to be back. 90 Day. 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day with Going Nana. Forward. No, 90 Day with Nana. That's mm-hmm. what we're calling it. Boy, I'm excited. You've like got to get your sleep, Nana, because we're going to go live probably at 645, so 845 That's your fine. time. Ooh. Yeah, I can do that. We'll try to do that. keep it to an hour. Yes, because we're only doing one, you know. This, we had three different shows we were talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, this is too much. Know, and, and, well, and next week... Maybe we won't even have to talk about we should Beverly just, Hills. But anyway. <laughs> we'll just hit the highlights. We'll hit the highlights. But we have so much fun. And um, Nana, you're the best. I love I loved, uh, You're the best. I love talking with you. And thank you so much for all our friends and people that we haven't met in person, but I feel like I know you. Thank you for um, tuning in with Yay, us. Yay. Well, everyone's saying 10 out of 10. Shady Booty says, boob sweat happens. Um, Night of Light says that he's going to get YouTube or... Um, uh, Hulu Live, so you can watch all these shows. Denise says, uh, Shady, it's so real. Denise says, on Monday, yes, Denise, on Monday, we are now doing our 90-day with Nana. Right after my live watch on the TV Co. app, we go over to YouTube. So I watch it live with you on TV Co., then we go over to YouTube, and me and Nana break down the latest episode of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. We're loving it. And if you missed uh, last episode it. of us doing it, it's on uh, my YouTube. It's the video before this one so definitely check it out we got i think a lot of people enjoyed it we got a lot of likes on it nana oh good good because i just i just couldn't i couldn't wait for the next episode on this one and i have not felt like that with these other shows right i really haven't either the only one i do is uh new york i'm telling you the new york housewives chell and i are on it we've watched every episode we just haven't done a podcast we have because Chell is joining me for the New York and now we're four episodes in and we don't have an episode for you guys yet but we will it's just 
so, I mean, you'd think during quarantine, but of course during quarantine, I decided to take on all these shows. I still got to do Survivor and The Challenge. Then I got my day job. Chell's going to school right now. We're all kind of, he's doing online classes. So we're just, uh, I might've taken on a little too much, but you guys are so beautiful and understanding and I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you for getting this all started. So have a nice evening, everybody, and we'll see you on, I'll see you on Monday. Yeah, have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me and Nana. I love how we do our long Minnesota goodbyes every episode. It really is, but that's okay. It's wonderful.